Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace and I'm a business and mindset coach who's gone from manifesting all the wrong things to manifesting all of the right things and building a coaching business to show others just how to do that. So if you're a spiritual woman who knows that you get what you focus on, then this podcast is for you. We discuss all things mindset, the universe, abundant living, entrepreneurship, coaching, living your version of a spectacular life, and growing a six-figure business that you're totally in love with. If this sounds like it's for you, then hit subscribe. Maybe your intuition has led you here, and I can't wait to hear more about you too. Now, sit back and enjoy. Hello, my loves. How are you? It's been a minute. I say that a lot. (laughs) I have got so many things that I want to speak about today and they're just, they're just in my head, they're like a big mishmash of stuff. There's some good shit that is coming your way. Like I've got so, so clear lately and I've got so many like realizations and points of clarity and I I just love it and I just want to share it and um, I could spend some time kind of plotting out what that looks like and, and put things into separate episodes and possibly I will, but right now I'm just going to give you an update as to what's going on with me, how things are going. I'm going to talk to you about the industry changes I've been talking about for a while that I have seen. I know that a lot of you are really, a lot of you are coaches or you have online like service-based businesses and you're wondering like is Instagram ever going to come back and to the way it was and like is it as easy as it used to be to sell and to sign clients and yada yada a lot of people have left the coaching industry I found in the last maybe 12 months um and I feel like I have the answers on all of that now so put like pull up a chair or like quicken your pace if you're listening to me on a walk like it's just going to be juicy it's going to be good so I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go so yeah let's start there so the the industry has shifted things I've been asking my my friends and and peers and um old mastermind sisters like this question this week like have you noticed a shift in people's buying behaviors like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel to me like I'm just going to be so honest here it doesn't feel to me like it's as easy to sell as it used to be and I had a conversation with my friend Amy Amy from Social Cactus about that yesterday and she's like did you ever think it was easy to sell and I was like well yeah like in 2021 2022 I was just I'd been working with Amy I was flying I'd really got my groove um I was so connected to what I was doing and it was it was just easy I would show up and it was easy um I would post stories and I would sign clients on the regular and people would approach me and I didn't even know who they were and it was just it it was flowing and it was easy um and it took me a long time to get to that place of what felt like almost effortlessness it took a lot of effort to build that and that's the irony it takes effort to be effortless and then lately I just I just found that it got different like Instagram changed a lot last year and and I really then started to get into my head about this about how things have changed 
And I was speaking a lot to people who really believe that too. And I was speaking to people who were like, I just don't think this business is for me anymore. And I was, I kind of made the conclusion, like, "Mm, I think this industry might be on the decline. And of course, I then started to see evidence of that. I started to see like, it just didn't feel as easy for me as it used to be. Like I would still sign clients, but it wasn't that effortless vibe. I started to have to put more effort into it and I started having to push. I didn't have to push. I started to push. And I, as a projector in human design, I just, I lost that effortlessness. I lost my alignment with it and things started to become more difficult. So of course that's like, this is like, you know, this is what I teach. Of course that happens. The harder you try, the worse it will get because we're not meant to try. We're meant to love what we're doing and and put the, and this is the key distinction, put the energy and the effort in, but not feeling like we're trying to push something uphill. It should be more, I want to show up and do this because I love it. And I, I, I can't switch off from it because I'm so excited. Like that's the, that's the energy of trying. And somewhere along the lines, I told you, if you can hear Denon and the dog playing in the background, sorry. Somewhere along, somewhere along the lines, I think the message has gone out to people that you can have this coaching business. You can start as a coach, you join a program, someone tells you what to do, you do the things, you show up and do the things, you do your money mindset work, you do your meditation, your journaling, you post every day, you reach out, blah, 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 you will sign clients, you will make money. And somewhere along the line, that has become a formula that people have taken as gospel. If I show up and do these things, then I will make money. And if that doesn't happen, they can't figure out why, because what's what's gone wrong with the formula and then they come to me and they're like I think I've got a money mindset thing and quite often I will you know we'll 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 talk we'll do the work together and we'll start to really dive into their beliefs on their business and their offers and they don't really believe that there's not much conviction behind them I'm just going off on a tangent here but but go with me there's not a lot of conviction behind what they do. And I'm like, do you, do you believe like, you know, like, you know, like, you know that this work works? And they're like, uh, maybe not. And, and sometimes it's because they have got an offer that, or a niche even, a whole, like, whole set of messaging or everything they do that they thought would work because they, Jasper's learned how to open doors. I don't know if you can hear that. He's trying to get in the room. Um, Jasper's the dog, by the way. Um, and he's not coming. People have, I'm oh, sorry, I lost where I was. People have built their businesses to a place of this like expectation, like if I do it, it's going to work. And if I sell to this particular market, they're more likely to buy. And that sounds like a good sellable thing. So then when I say to them, do you, how much do you actually love what you're doing? How much do you believe in it? They're like, if I really deep dive into it I probably don't so much I just I worked with my coach and we thought it was a good sellable idea Mm -mm. big mistake because the, the conviction was never there and there's a lot of people who've done this and who've who've kind of found 
found that things have started to unravel for them and they were never really completely in on this business anyway. They just kind of, they expected the formula to work. I'll show up, I'll do the things, the clients will come. What people sometimes forget when when we look at that is for the clients to come, you're talking about actual human beings. It's not just like you, the universe will throw money at you. It's like a, an actual human being has to, to find you, resonate with you, trust you, believe in you, feel your energy. And most importantly, you have to be solving a problem of theirs. And if you're not solving a problem of theirs, then you can talk about your prices are going to change and, and everything you want to talk about, but they're probably not even really paying attention anyway, because you haven't got them with that conviction. They don't really, they might like your message, but they don't necessarily think I really need you to help me. Like you, you've got the answer I'm looking for. That's you're selling a service, you know, based coaching package. Like you need to have that. Anyway, I've gone off on a total tangent. I can't remember why I started to say that. So let me back up a bit. So that happens a lot. When I work with people, like that happens a lot. And I, I will take a look at them on their beliefs and take a look at um, with them on their mindset and what they're selling. And if the thing you're selling isn't marketable and it doesn't have, like if it baffles me, the amount of business coaches who work with people to get an offer ready and up and running and the offer's shit, I'm sorry, but it's like, I'll help you to be your best self and live your best life and find your purpose and feel fulfilled and manifest, and I'm like, what? Like, what does that mean? It it doesn't mean anything, it's not clear, but coaches are, are, and this really annoys me, coaches are encouraging people to go out with this messaging um, instead of going right back to basics and saying, is this sellable? Does it make sense to people? And then, and then, the people who are trying to get the coaching businesses off the ground are then looking at their results and they're not, they don't really have any like avid followers and they don't have any real clients. Like they might have like scraped a couple of sales, but nothing like they're, they're really like they wanted to and they don't understand where it's going wrong. And it's because the offer is pants. <laughs> and if your offer is pants and you are you, I'm just thinking, does everyone understand what pants means? I know I've got listeners from all over the world. Your offer is crap. If it is, and it's not well thought out, and it's not strategic, and it's not tested, and it and it you like you really do need to make sure what you're selling is marketable. All the energy and the work in the world isn't going to fix that. All the showing up and building relationships in the DMs isn't going to fix that. Would you not rather have something that sells itself? because it's that good and you love it and you know and people reach out to you and this is how I sell my stuff or do you want to be like chasing people in the dms trying to get them on sales calls so you can convince them of this thing like would you not rather just have a better offer that sold itself (laughs) come on so anyway I've gone so on a tangent about that but this is so much of the work that I do when people come to me and they, they think it's a money mindset problem. I'm like nine times out of 10, your marketing and your strategy is off and you don't believe in what you're doing. And because you don't believe in what you're doing, all this mindset stuff is coming up. But the mindset stuff is a symptom of the the bigger problems that we need to go go back to the drawing board and look at. And people are like, I think I'm just cursed. It's a money mindset thing. I don't know why I can't receive. You can't receive because you're selling something that's not sellable. Okay. And you you kind of know that and you're not convicted in it and you don't really believe in it. And 
then you're like, why would somebody pay for that? But you're still trying because people told you to try. And people come to me and expect me to teach them the affirmation that's going to change everything. If there was an affirmation to change everything, we'd all be doing it and we'd all be billionaires, okay? That is not how business works. So going right back to the, the point that I was starting at, what is happening in the industry at the moment is it's kind of weeding out the weak. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. I know it sounds like that, but what I mean by that is people who who kind of thought like, well, you know, um, unicorn plus rainbow equals pot of gold for me, like at the end, no strategy and strategic thinking and effort and energy and alignment and belief work and, and money mindset and all of it, all of that. And like, you know, a, a clear message and sales technique and everything that is what will equal a successful business. And sometimes people just don't want to, they don't want to hear that. They didn't sign up for that. And that's because a lot of the messaging that's out there is kind of, um, like it's so easy to create this business and do this thing and leave your nine to five within the, the first six months and, um, have 10 K months like easily on repeat and blah, blah, blah. And we buy into that with, with good faith. We buy into these messages. These are all so 2018, by the way, if someone's still using that, then, um, but we, we buy into that and we think that that is, what's going the what's going to be and then when your business doesn't take off in that way you can't understand what you're doing wrong what you don't realize my love everyone is feeling the same way people who are are saying like I built my first business sorry I built my business like really quickly it's probably not their first business like they've they've got enough experience of this there is so much going on that I, I now I, I delve a little bit deeper and I kind of see through and I just want you to know that if you are feeling like your business is just not doing what you want it to do and you've not really made that many sales and you're struggling, then then listen to what I have said in the last 10 minutes over and over again, because that really is the key. You, the, the offer needs to be sexy for people. It needs to make sense. And then when you've got something that is actually sellable, then start to work on your mindset stuff, then work on the energy stuff, like then let's tweak your messaging, let's get your sales, um, like whatever that is, your sales process, whether that's a sales call or not. Um, and if you're working with me, it's definitely not chasing people in the DMs. I just, I just like get yourself a better offer and a better mindset than having to do that. But if you, and no shade on people who do, but that's just my thought. But there's so much of this this stuff going on that this is why the the industry is kind of, it kind of felt like it crashed and burned a little bit last year. Loads of people who started their business in 2020 who could do and now like have to make a decision about, do I go back to work? You know, was, furlough time was very different for people like these are the businesses that are starting to fold. So when I say it's weeding out the weak, what I mean is it's it's weeding out the people who probably didn't have such a strong desire for business to work for them in the way that they would do anything to make it happen. But they just kind of more fell for the marketing tactics of people. So I'm here to tell you, I'm sorry if you think that it can be that simple. It does get to be easy, but here's something I will preface with this because I say it all the time, it gets to be easy. When I say it gets to be easy, I don't mean you get to not show up and you still make sales. I don't mean you get to 
be um, like not giving value to your audience and you'll still make money effortlessly. I don't mean that. And I don't mean at the beginning of your business that you get to coast. The, the coasting part comes way, way, way after. So you've got to really take a look at, because I know I'm not, I'm not selling this to anyone who's thinking about starting a business and I'm not trying to. I don't want to work with someone who thinks it should be really, really simple. And then I have to like break all their dreams and say, actually, you've got to put like a lot more focus into this. You've got to show up for this more. You've got to make some clearer decisions. It's not a fun thing to do, but with my clients, I will always tell them the truth. And that's why when clients come to me, they get results faster than ever before because they actually start to turn their focus and attention on the thing that will work for them. And it's not always what you would think. You probably think it's like money mindset and energy stuff. All of my conversations are infused with energy with my clients all day, every day. We like we talk about that all the time. Just being in the, in the presence of someone who will talk about that will be quite inspiring usually. But it doesn't mean that we bypass the actual strategic part of it like you need the strategy you need the practical action steps and I think there's been a lot of messaging that suggests that you don't have to have that so much um so then people who are just not naturally practically like action steps inclined or don't really like it so much are like oh this business is not as simple as I thought it would be or the way that I want to do it is not aligned with the way that results seem to need, need to have to come through so there's just been so many people, I think, who are waking up to that now and realizing it and have left the industry. And then there are some people who are left. And if this is you and you're listening to this, it probably is. If if this is you and you're thinking like, so I'm still here. I'm still, I'm still, you know, after last year it might have been difficult. I have spoken to loads of people and I know that it was. Um, but I still believe that I want this to happen and I still want to make it work, then great. Well done. You're still here. Like you are showing yourself that you want this to happen. And here, here's what I want to say to you. God, I'm going out, coming out with all these like truth bombs today. <laughs> please send me a message on Instagram, by the way. Um, please, if we haven't connected, please, please, please come over and say hi on Instagram and tell me you exist and tell me you've listened to the podcast. I just love it. Um, and even if I do know you listen, please come in and tell me what you think about these truth bombs. Be very interesting. My Instagram links in the show notes below, but I think all of you follow me anyway. Anyway, if you are in a place where you're, you've been watching, and this is a real eye-opener for me you've been watching other coaches for a long time do their thing and you've been looking at people's success and you've been looking at people's money and amounts of money they make and the clients they have and the client results and the amounts of money their clients are making and all these things what you're essentially witnessing is a pyramid and my boyfriend Denon used to go all the time this sounds like a pyramid scheme and I would be like don't be so ridiculous of course it's not about like and what is that anyway and and as I'm witnessing this I'm like hmm and I've come to realize something really um which was really hard to 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 realize actually and I don't think most people know 
but I'm going to say it and this is going to be like, <laughs> the coach that you are paying, if she talks about the coach that she's working with, that coach is likely to be making more money than her and that's something that she wants, she's aspiring to be at. She needs you to pay her so she can pay her coach, okay? That might seem like quite obvious. The coach that she is paying needs your coach to pay her so she can pay her coach and so on and so forth. All of these coaches who are earning more and more and who are charging more and more, I've started to really wonder, like, where is their money? Why does no one ever really talk about what they're spending money on apart from, or saving, or like what where the money's going, apart from the investments they make with their coach? And this is happening a lot in business coaching. And I, start, I started to kind of realize, and then I've heard some people come out and speak about things, and then I'm like, oh, this is what's going on. They need to be making the money they're making. They need to raise their prices. They need you to make sure that you pay on time. Um, they, they need to be really forceful about people staying in contracts, etc. because if people don't, they won't be able to afford to pay their coach. People in this industry might tell you that they are earning a lot of money, but I swear to you, I've really started to realize this. A lot of them are earning a lot and spending a lot and they need to earn a lot of money because they have to keep up with the lifestyle. They have to keep up with the portrayal of the six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure coach. They have to keep up with the um, the commitments and the promises that they've made to to their coach. And their coach is doing the same thing with their coach and, and above and above and above. So then I started to think, well, where's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? And it's like, well, you can keep going on this. You can make the rainbow into a treadmill and you can just keep going next level, next level, next level. Yes, I'm charging more, but I also now have way bigger expenses. And most of those are with their coaches, right? Like you can you can pay for a coach at the same amount of money as you would pay for a house. Like some people's prices are that crazy. <laughs> and I don't really agree with that. I mean, I don't really have that much of an opinion on it, but I don't really agree with it, but... It is what it is. It's like not my business. But here's the thing. That coach that is saying to you, um, I think you should work with me and I think, um, you know, my prices are going to change and da, da, da. She might be the best coach you'll ever work with. I'm not slating that whatsoever. But just be mindful. Like you're paying her so she can pay her coach. And her coach is being paid so she can pay her coach and when does it stop and the answer is it doesn't like who's at the top of the pyramid really you know like there are there still people who are just making bigger investments in things and where I'm going with this is I want you to know that if you're like I'm just going to keep investing in this and I'm going to stretch myself with this investment with this coach and then this coach and this coach and this coach and eventually I will be here this place that you think you're going to get to when you're there, you'll be looking at the person who's ahead of you and then you'll be really convicted in, I think I want to invest with her so I can get there. Like if you're going on this advancement scale, like up and up and up, you will probably always find yourself in mentorship because there will always be people who are using the messaging that proximity matters. Proximity to other coaches matters and getting in the room with people matters. Now, I, I don't disagree with any of that at all, but 
at some point you are just really just paying people to show you how to get people to pay you more and and why are they doing that because they they need the money so they can pay their coach who's going to show them how to get people to pay them more and it's like what's the point if you're spending it all on like and if you if all of a sudden you have a bad month in business and you can't pay your coach and you can't pay your bills like you're in trouble and like where where is all, all the effort gone to so this honestly this is, is such a huge realization for me and it comes at the time where I'm I'm fully aware, by the way, that I have been part of the problem in this industry as well, because I have perpetuated a lot of those messages because I really believe them. I I swear they were not sales tactics. I really believe them. And a lot of these people, it's not like this is how you get people to buy from you, talk about proximity. Like a lot of that's, it's true. But I don't think people are consciously doing it that way. But there is fear behind this message. There is fear behind the messaging of you should always be in mentorship. You should be investing in yourself continuously, um, like invest bigger to get bigger. Like you, you must be taking risks. The investment is not the risk. It's how you show up for it that actually matters. But people often, I've seen this, think that they'll put the money in with a coach and they think things will just start to change for them now. And that's not the work. That's just that's just like the scary bit that's got you to get to the part where you do the work with this coach, but it's not actually the work. Once you've made the investment, then you've got to show up for it. Like then you've got to start listening to the coach that you're working with. You have to be prepared for the fact that possibly nothing will change when you're in the three months or six months that you're working with someone and you have to be good with that. Otherwise you are, you have wasted your investment, not you worked with them and they didn't get you results or you didn't get results when you worked with them if if you are like well that didn't work I've just wasted 5k on that coach that I've worked with for three months didn't see any results therefore it's wasted that mindset is you just throwing that 5k down the drain so here's it so oh my god I'm just ranting I don't even (laughs) I've got so much to say on this I have really, really started to understand this. And I have, talking about me perpetuating this message, I have, since I've been in business, since I started my business, for those of you who don't know, I, I didn't have a coaching business. I was doing some law of attraction talks locally in Manchester. I ran a retreat and then I decided to sign up to um, a coaching program that was a year long. I did not have a coaching business. Um, I paid like 12K for that program. Um, I, I really jumped in like bef- with with no, no nothing but hope to be honest and it it worked but like oh my god I've had to learn some lessons in the journey of this so that was in 2017 and ever since then I have had and this is no word of a lie I, I don't know if this is something to be proud of or not because I'm kind of feeling a bit embarrassed by this I have had a mentor ever since at least one mentor. I've been in at least one container at any given time since then. The amount of money I have spent has been phenomenal. The amount of experience I have got in the coaching that I've received has been phenomenal. Did I need those coaches? Some of them probably yes, some of them definitely not. Some would were kind of expensive lessons learned. 
that's fine. That just, it just is what it is. Um, did I think I needed them? Absolutely. I have never invested from a place of, it takes balls to say this, by the way, I've never invested from a place of, I just really desire to have this. I might have thought I have, but when I look back, I haven't. I've always invested from a place of, this is going to get me to the next level. This is what I need. This is the thing I need right now. And for the first time in, how long is that? Five years, six years? I don't have a mentor. In fact, the the last mastermind that I joined, um, I was, she's a lovely girl, but I was so not aligned to that. And it was so not the right move for me. And it was just in desperation of like, things feel really difficult this year. I need to try and bring it back. I need that structure. Let's try this. And I have been like, not not wanting to show up in that for the last six months. It's been a painful six months and it was just such a stupid mistake of mine. And we make mistakes and it's fine. Like the money, the money always replenishes itself. It's fine. But I am loving not being under mentorship right now because I have realized that I don't need it. And I always thought that I did because I've always bought into the belief that you, you know, if you want to get to where you want to go to, you work with the person who's at, you know, the next level to where you're at and they'll show you what to do and then your energy will grow and then you'll start to make that money and then you do the same thing and the same thing. And, and like, I'll probably always have a mentor and all of those things. And now I realize I don't, I don't don't believe that anymore. I don't need it. I don't need any of it. I feel better out of mentorship, listening to people's marketing speech and some of the crap that people talk and things that I don't align with anymore. And I'm just thinking, it's just annoying me now because I'm paying to listen to this and a lot of people are lapping it up, but I am... I'm just paying you so you can pay your coach and like <laughs> this is just this is just stupid. So that was me on a little rant. So here's what I want to say. If you feel like where are you in this in this place in this business anymore? Yes, I've talked about it, it's weeding out the week. And I also believe that in this industry, the people who really care and the people who care about coaching people and the people who aren't just in it for the money and people who don't just show up because they need the money to pay the coach (laughs) you know like the the people who are still in it and want to be in it are the people who typically are just so in love and enthralled by what they do they have hearts of gold they have good intentions and there is way less um I'm in it for the money kind of um energy out there now I think so the 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 industry is changing if you are still here now if you believe in competition fine that's on you personally I don't but this is something I realized yesterday the the industry is is not it's not shrinking by any means but it's not as saturated as it was because so many people have left it last year and so many people are waking up to messaging that they don't like and they don't want to be part of it anymore and that's fine and the world has changed after covid and all of that and it's fine but the industry has definitely shifted and if you're still here you probably have a better chance of signing a client than you did a year ago because there is less noise there is less disruptive energy there is more that you can channel and focus your attention and efforts into and if you have noticed business be on the decline at all 
then you've got to take a look at where you're placing your beliefs around that because you absolutely can bring it back. Absolutely. I have done it many times myself. <laughs> and what what is like what the rest of this year looks like for us, I think it's going to start to make a really good return. And I think more and more people are going to start to realize that they don't have to have a coach to get to the next level anymore. And a big reason for that is people are starting to wake up to the point I made earlier, which is that if you're in the, um, if you're in the coaching space and you're new to it and you think that a rainbow and a unicorn equals a pot of gold, like, like if I show up and do this, then it should just magically work. Like people are starting to realize that that's not actually the case and showing up and doing more affirmations and journaling is not mindset work. And like, this is not, this is not what we need. This is not what you need in order to have your business success and your growth. Like you, you need a viable offer. You need to have your belief firmly behind that. That is the mindset work that is attractive to money. Okay. It's not chanting like I am a magnet to money or anything like that. That's all fine. That's all good. That's not the work. That's not the work. And that is not something that will build a successful business. That is something that will have you um, manifest an upgrade or like find a, a pound coin on the floor or something like that like it's it's all good it's all coming to you but like that is not a foundation to build a business on that must be exhausting to keep perpetuating that just have something that sells itself because it's that good like that it honestly gets to be that simple it drives me crazy that business coaches aren't making sure that offers are sellable I know I've already said that so I have decided um that the work that I'm going to do with clients going forward is going to be um, still really, really focused on all the things I've always focused on, but I'm giving less of um, my time to people in terms of Voxer support. And if somebody signs up with me, typically they will get, if it's a three-month coaching package, um, they would get uh, bi-weekly calls with me and they will get Monday to Thursday Voxer voice note access to me. And I will show up a couple of times a day and listen to their messages and respond, like if there is a message and we'll, we'll powwow and, you know, there'll be like, there'll be powerful shifts on Voxer. I do love it. But what I have realized is I don't really enjoy showing up and coaching clients that way in a way that maybe creates a dependency where it's like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how I want to navigate it. I know. Let me ask my coach. I've started to realize that as I have not had access to a mentor to do that recently, the answers have been within me and it's been so, so much more powerful. And I have been able to lean back into that without somebody else's opinion. And personally, I think voice note coaching is one of those things that everyone just kind of put it on as an addition because everybody was doing it, but it takes so much time and energy and effort to log in every day and voice note five, six, seven, eight, ten clients, however many clients you've got, especially if everyone's got messages and questions, that you don't really have much time to do anything else. And I've decided I'm not going to do business that way anymore. So in order to conserve my energy, my clients now when they sign up with me still get the bi-weekly calls, but they get access to me one day a week, one nominated day that we agree on in Voxer, where it's like, okay, I'm in Voxer on this day. If you've got every week, if you've got questions, if you've got feedback, if you've got anything you want to share and you want to talk to me in Voxer, 
I'm only there on that day and we only talk on that day. So it's one day a week instead of four and that just feels so much lighter to me. But the amount of energy I was giving to putting into these voice note conversations, if you're working with clients like this, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes, sometimes it lights you up. Right now, it doesn't feel like that for me. And the a lot of the part of a lot of my pricing structure was based on the amount of effort and energy I would be giving to Voxer conversations, not just the calls. So as I have reduced the access to me in Voxer, I've reduced the price of my coaching containers as well pretty significantly I've reduced the four-month container to a three-month container so it's gone from eight calls to six um it's gone from Voxer four days a week to Voxer on one nominated day a week still got access to all of my um all of my programs and and resources and everything like that and everything that I create um and I've I've reduced the price of that really significantly from 5k to 3k this is in British pounds. Um, I've done the similar thing with my VIP as well, which has now gone from eight months to six months. Um, and that is at 6K. So it's like, actually, if you're thinking about working with me and you needed it to be more affordable, whatever, it's definitely a good time to look at it because the prices has shifted. But if you if you are someone who needs a lot of handholding, needs support, like really wants somebody to say, I think you should do this. Let me check this post. Let me read this for you. Like go out with this message. Let's check in tomorrow and see how you've done on this call. Like, well, if you need that level of support, this isn't for you because I am not going to, to offer that. My intention, and this is coming back to everything that I've said today on this podcast, my intention with the work that I'm doing is that when people have finished working with me, they are self-sufficient. They don't need to sign up with me again. They don't, they might choose to. They don't need to then go on to another coach to try something different. We are working on them being self-sufficient, them being so clear in their beliefs and their mindset and their conviction about their offer. Their offer is sellable and they know, like I know, that about my offers, like how shit hot it is and they are so convicted in that and they don't need to be like worrying about how much money to earn because they're not thinking well I'm going to sign up with this coach how am I going to pay for them because we just don't need to be doing that we don't need to be playing into an industry tactic almost where you're you're just you 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 have to sign a client because you need to pay a coach like (laughs) you know (laughs) you know so this is really where I want to get people to like self-sufficiency, being able to lean and know how to receive, know how to work on your beliefs, know how to trust yourself, know how to know that money is always there for you and be able to access that without being in fear and scarcity because your outgoings are so high. So I want people to work with me and to flourish and to be self-sufficient after. I just think that's the the best gift that I can give to people. I think at this part, at this stage of my career as well, the amount of coaching that I've done, the amount of experience that I've got and the results that my clients get and my, my confidence in that, I can get people to that result really quickly. If they want to show up for it, it's on them. But as my part as a coach, I'm so solid in that. So anyway, I'll put the links to um, have a look um, at my coaching packages here, but they're always customized depending on what it is that we need to work on with you. If it's energetics behind your offer, if it's believing in the the alignment of the sales process, if it's the 
the money mindset stuff and the deeper, if you've got like deeper money um, memories and traumas and fears and beliefs that we need to really identify and work through and clear so you can just have that blank canvas, we do that too. So there you go. That is where I have landed after months and months and months of thinking about this and feeling it and navigating the changes in this industry that we've all felt and been through. Um, Yeah, and I would just love to hear your thoughts on this. So please give me a shout and let me know. But thank you so much for, if you're still here after 40 minutes of me ranting, well done. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Please um, pop me a message, pop me an email or pop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you want me to talk about. I am an open book with this. If you want to hear my experiences with anything, if you want me to talk about something specific that is coming up for you in terms of money and business, coaching, coaching skills, um, the like the sales process, all of it, whatever it is, you can let me know. And um, if it fits the podcast, I'll record an episode on it. All right, my loves, thank you so much for being here. As always, love you so much. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.